Welcome to Business Breakthroughs, where seasoned business coaches share their most challenging client scenarios. Come dive deep into transformative advice, strategies employed, and the remarkable outcomes achieved. Tune in for riveting stories that not only inspire, but also provide actionable insights for business growth and resilience. Here's your host, Neil DiPentino. Hey there, welcome to Business Breakthroughs. I'm Neil DiPentino, I'm your host. And we are so excited to have you with us today. We got a great show for you. Uh, look, at business is about facing challenges and overcoming them. That's what we're gonna be talking about. And I'm gonna tell you, you're gonna love the, the person that we have with us today. Um, he is a regular contributor in Forbes magazine and an author of four books. The titles include Easier, his latest book, uh, Lang uh, Leadership Language, The New Elevator Pitch, uh, he's also appeared on ABC News, CNN, uh, NBC uh, TV. He's been in Entrepreneur Magazine, Success Magazine, The New York Post, and dozen of other outlets. Uh, he is a business coach, and some of his uh, students have actually been on the Shark Tank, which is kind of cool. So I'm really excited to bring on Chris, Chris Westfall. Doing How you great, doing, Chris? Thank you so much for that introduction. It is, it is a pleasure to be here with you today. Outstanding. Now you're, you said you're down in Texas, you're from Texas and uh, uh, that's Houston right area yes. and uh, kind of in an interesting location. Tell me about well, the location. I, right now there. I'm in an incubator for entrepreneurs, which is a sort of a hub mm -hmm. where entrepreneurs can come. And I'm here in uh, Bryan, Texas, which is right on the edge of college station, which is where Texas A&M, Texas A&M mm -hmm. university is located. So that's, that's where I am. And I'm here because nice. I'm doing some coaching with that, with some clients here in town. Well, fantastic. We, well, Texas A&M, that's awesome. Uh, we are at SEC. Uh, we're here in Tennessee, so we're Vols fans. So, gotcha, you know. gotcha. uh, but that's okay. We'll let, we'll let that, <laughs> that one slide. Like How does that sound? <laughs> so tell us a little bit about what you've got going on. We want to first, we want to, you know, we want to talk a little bit about the new book that you have. And then we want to talk a little bit about your uh, coaching business and, and what you have going on. Well, thank you for that. Again, that introduction. And I, I think the best way for me to start is really to say that as a business coach, my business is about service and providing support to people who uh, don't necessarily see life as easy because life isn't easy. Mm -hmm. But my latest book is called Easier, which is all about helping people to show up differently, even when uh, times are tough, when relationships are difficult, when business is challenging. And in those places and in those spaces, I've been very fortunate to help my clients to see things in a new way um, because I've had to see things in a new way. And I've had to come to the realization that, that easier always exists. And we don't always see that but easier always exists. And even in the midst of difficulty, no matter how tough things get, there is an easier way. And our challenge as uh, entrepreneurs, as executives, as leaders, as husbands, wives, partners, and friends is to find that easier way. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I totally agree with you 100%. The one thing that you just said that is of interest to me, I mean, that stands out the most to me is, is the idea of service. And I've been doing, um, I've been in business for a really long time, longer than I even want to admit. Uh, we've been doing business breakthroughs now for a few weeks. We're, it's a fairly new podcast. But with the people that we've interviewed f so far, it seems to me that that word pops out more than any other word that, that we hear on this podcast. And why is that so important? Well, I think that when we see things 
in an easier way, we show up differently. And that's not to minimize the difficulties and challenges of life at all. It's to point in a different direction, a direction that speaks of possibilities. And really the coaching conversation is about expanding those possibilities so that you, you see things in a new way. And so many times when, when life gets difficult, business is challenging, it's because we, we see it through sort of a, sort of a tunnel vision. You, you know what I'm talking about, Neil. You know, there's a, there's a tunnel mm -hmm. vision. We see, yeah. we see that there's only one way forward. There's only one way to win. And, and if you think about it, I mean, if, if an athlete came to a coach and said, and, and pick the sport, any sport you want, an athlete comes to a coach and says, coach, there's only one way to win. What's the coach going to say? Coach is going to say, sit down, sit down. Your job is to find every way to win every possible way to win within the rules within the boundaries but play the game to win and and that has been such a mantra for me to find every way to win and and i've shared that with my clients and and the results that my clients have been able to discover particularly when it comes to uh, asking for money from venture capitalists and investors it's it's been very very exciting to see because I've, I've helped companies and business leaders to raise over 400 million dollars in capital so far and that i mean you know look that's not all mm -hmm. the money in the world but the companies that i've worked for I, I'm, I'm just very proud of the of what they've been able to do and to achieve with with some of these principles that that govern the way that we communicate the way that we interact the way that we relate to each other as human beings and when we understand those relationships and those connections, it's extraordinary what we can create, not, not from a place of being pushy or salesy or fake or, or inauthentic or anything like that, but from a place of service, from a place of service, we discover that things can get easier. And particularly when it comes to working with investors and trying to grow your business and trying to access capital understanding the principles of effective communication. Uh, it's uh, for me, I think it's the most powerful thing that anyone can do in business to advance their career. Right. You know, you, I, on your website, I was, I, this, there are a couple of things that really stood out to me. You said, you stayed on your website, said, uh, if you want to create transformation in your career, your relationship, your life, I'm going to add your business, uh, change is, oh, it always starts with a conversation. And then you go on to say it's important because in business, whoever tells the best story wins. I love that whole whole line, that whole thing. Uh, and it's so true. And the other thing that um, I really liked about uh, the next line that was in the, on your website was this includes a story of telling yeah. about yourself. And I, and I think that that comes back to what you were saying is that you need to be authentic, um, you know, and, 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 and again, that comes with the service part of it. I mean, you know, if I come into you and I'm looking to, you know, I want to make a sale, let's say, for instance, and everything, and it's all about me and all about my product, and I don't even take the time to have a conversation with you and listen with these two things that God gave us, then, um, you know, how can we even have a conversation? How would so you true. You know, my, my parents always used to tell me, two ears, one mouth, listen twice as much as you talk, you know, which was actually terrible That's advice for right. someone who speaks for a living, Neil, quite frankly, but, uh, <laughs> but in <laughs> retrospect, totally get that. no, they were right. Um, and, and the ability to listen, to take things in, to see new perspectives is, is really key. And I think that something that anyone listening to us today can take away right away, if, if they're willing to, is to consider that if, if we can give ourselves permission to see things in a new way, the situation may be the same. 
but we can find a way to show up differently. And sometimes that difference is just making a different choice about the story that we're telling ourselves back to what you were saying before, or deciding to drop Mm -hmm. the story altogether. You know, I, I had a really interesting conversation with uh, a guy, his name is Murray Wilcox. And this guy, he's, uh, he's a South African surfer, surfer from South Africa, and he's an extreme surfer. And he, um, which means he's looking for waves, Neil, that are like 15 feet high, 15 feet plus. And uh, I'm from the Midwest. That's how I grew up. I didn't grow up surfing and that sort of thing. So his life was fascinating to me. But I said to this guy, Murray Wilcox, I said, Murray, when you're at the top of one of these, you know, 20 foot waves, what, what's going through your mind? I mean, are you, have you got a plan? Are you, are you going, are you going to go left, right, 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 left? Or are you thinking about what your coach said to you last week? Or are you thinking about, you know, uh, maybe the people on the beach that are watching you and how good you're going to look doing whatever it is you're going to do next? I mean, what's going through your head? And Murray Wilcox said to me something that I, and I'll never forget it. When I asked him what he was thinking, he said, nothing. I'm thinking of nothing. And, and it really hit me like a 15 foot wave because I thought, you know what, when you're at the top of the wave, I mean, you might have plans, but really the best thing that you can plan on is to be in the moment and go where that wave is taking you. And from that place, from that realization, I, I came to understand that, that really when, when we are at our best, is when we, our, our thoughts and our stories aren't clouding our perspectives, aren't clouding our minds. And, uh, you know, it's really, it's really interesting. I don't, I don't know if you can see this, um, but I, I actually did a drawing for our conversation today, Neil. And, and this is the drawing that I did. It's a, it's a drawing of me. I, and you can, can you see the resemblance? I really can. Absolutely. It's, this is from my blue period is actually when the, but here's the thing. And I, I do have a point. This is, this is me. But, but when I have uh, a lot of things on my mind like this, when I have a lot of stories that I'm telling myself and I have more and more and more stuff on my mind, it turns me into a moron because when I have more and more on my mind, I don't have time to focus on what's right in front of me. I don't have time to engage in this conversation. I don't have the ability to really listen. I don't have the ability to be flexible and really, really share and really contribute in a meaningful way to this conversation. And, and that's not just true for me or stick man, me, when we have more and more on our minds, we become morons. But when we are at our best is when we step outside of our stories, step outside of our preconceptions. You know, it was Edison who said, there is a way to do it better. Find it. And if we want to find that mm-hmm. better way, it starts by understanding that we've all got some some stuff going on in our heads. We've all got stories going on in our heads. Right. But if we can step outside of the story, and it's really, it's not a question of trying to control the story or anything like that. It's a question of where you put your attention and what it is that you choose to ignore. For example, Right. The voices behind me. I'm choosing to ignore them right now. I don't know why they're, I hope it's not coming through. (laughs) No, you're fine. (laughs) Hey, you know, nice job. I like how you staged that. That was perfect. (laughs) Exactly. Who's the extras? They're my backup singers. Absolutely. All right. Fantastic. Well, you know, I just, I wanted to bring everything. I wanted to bring drawings, backup singers, uh, some screaming, eh, you know, the whole nine yards. 
this is going to be the best <laughs> podcast ever. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, so I get what you're saying. Okay. Cause I'm kind of, that's me. I like, I, I, I probably have a tendency to over-prepare for everything, no matter what it is. It, it could be a business deal. It could be like my wife comes home and I want to have something special you know, special for dinner. I want to go someplace. I want to do this. And so I will think it over and over and over in my mind a thousand times. And then when she gets there, all I got to do is say, you want to do this? And you say, yep, nope. You know, but in my mind, I've played it out so many times. So the thing is, is that how do you get all of this junk, I guess, for lack of a better word, out of your mind so you can get right to the well, point it's and make it easier. But there's not some six-step strategy uh, that you have to implement. You don't have to wake up at four o'clock in the morning and make your bed in order to get this right. You simply have to come into life with a little bit of understanding and, and understanding exactly what you're describing. And that is that it's never tougher than it is in our minds, period, full stop. Mm -hmm. And even when we are imagining a worst case scenario and we find ourselves in a bad scenario, it's never worse than it is in our minds. Why? Because when we are in the middle of a situation, when we're at the top of the wave, we have the ability to move around. We have the ability, if we choose to remember it, to recall that we are adaptable, that we are flexible, and that when we have difficult circumstances, we also have choices how we show up and what it is that we can do. What are the action steps that we can take? That's really where the coaching conversation comes mm -hmm. into play because everybody has those mental conversations going on. Everyone has that, that, that story because, and it, you know, I don't know that this is any deep insight, but the reason for that is because we're all thinking. <laughs> we all have thinking around stuff. Right. And, and it's right. only natural to exactly. want to achieve things, to want to, to be effective, to want to uh, move forward in our, in our lives and our relationships and all those kinds of things. It's only natural. But, but it is also perfectly natural to understand that where you put your attention is where you find your results. Right. And that's, right. that's really the key. And, and and it's kind of, and also I think kind of maybe the opposite could apply too, because I can remember, you know, maybe going into a sales pitch with a client and everything, and I have something specific yeah. that I want to really talk to them about and everything. And, you know, even though they're taking the conversation someplace else, I'm not listening. I have something in my head and I am ready to pitch this thing come hell or high water. And then I end up missing the opportunity because of me, because of the junk in my head, because I'm a moron. Right. There's, I would I would imagine that that happens a lot with not, not, it, hopefully it's not no, just it's, me. It's not. It happens all the time. I was working with a client, a financial services client. In fact, they're a, a, a credit company and I, I had their entire senior leadership team and their senior leaders. A, a guy raised his hand and he said, Chris, when I go in and I give a presentation uh, immediately, I'm two minutes into the presentation and folks are asking me questions and. I, I don't know what to do. I ask them to wait till the end, but they, they, they won't wait, you know? Right. Exactly. Yeah, I that, mean, right? it's like trying to tell the sharks what, uh, you know, what you want them to do, you know, uh, Mr. Wonderful's not, listening. Yeah. um, <laughs> no, um, that's right. It's, it's the same kind of thing. We, we get interrupted. We get thrown off of our agendas. The agenda that we need to stick to, though, is remembering that we are adaptable and that we are flexible. And it is that flexibility that we all possess inside of any circumstance. I apologize.
My apologies. I'm so sorry. Well, he had something else on his mind, so you had to actually make that. <laughs> See, you are staging the, all of this. I, I, I really well, I'm going to give your producer it. something to cut. Sorry about that. But we get, <laughs> you know, it's so interesting. We get interrupted and we interrupt ourselves. Mm-hmm. Why? Because we think mm-hmm. that if we do not marry ourselves to an agenda and set up a plan and work the plan, that all will be lost. But here's the thing, Neil, here's the thing that you mm-hmm. and I and everyone listening to the sound of our voices knows. Man plans, God laughs. We have the mm-hmm. ability to make plans and planning is useful. But what's really useful is to remember that we are adaptable. And that's not just some motivational mumbo jumbo. That is built into our DNA. We as human beings are built to adapt. Mm-hmm. And and the reason that I say that it's built into our DNA, I actually did some research into this. And I, I, I put it in my book that um, scientists, when they discovered the human genome, the, the way that our DNA is structured, they thought that it was going to be much more sophisticated. That They thought that there was going to be much more detail in the human genome. But there's not. You know why? Because we, our genome is built to adapt. We have nature and nurture. Unlike lizards and donkeys and giraffes that have instinct and they are locked in and they do what it is that they are going to do, we as human beings have the ability Mm -hmm. to grow and to adapt and to be something more than we were yesterday. That's not motivational. It's science. It's part of our DNA and the way that mm-hmm. we are built. And when we, when we marry ourselves to a plan and we create stories about how disaster is imminent, if the plan does not come to fruition, things get more difficult, not easier. And if people are listening to this right. and they're going, man, that's me. I'm, I'm, I'm planning things. I'm, I'm a planner too. I plan, but, but I hold on loosely to my plans. And I think there are some things that can help us, any of us, when, when we are facing a difficult situation, the first thing, the first thing that I share with my clients is to zoom out, to zoom out, to step back. When, when things are showing up that are unexpected, how can you step back? Like, like, a, like a painter who's, who's painting a picture, that painter has to step back to see what it is that he or she is creating. And can we take a moment to step back to see what's really going on? If there is an interruption, is it the end of the world or is it something that you need to address and then return to the conversation? If you find yourself not listening, isn't that something that's, that's, that can be fixed with a thought? I mean, we don't need a, you don't need to watch eight videos in order to understand that it's one thought away. And so many times it's, mm-hmm. it's that thought that's waiting for us. It's right there that can bring us back to the conversation, back to the engagement, back to the results that we're looking for. And it's, it's waiting for us. It's one thought away. And seeing that as a possibility isn't, again, it's not a matter of motivation. It's just a matter of understanding that possibility always exists. I mean, Neil, right now in this conversation, how many possibilities exist? It's, it's infinite. I mean, we could talk about avocados. We could talk about anything. Am I right? And if that's true for you and me right now, I mean, are we superheroes? Do we have powers that others don't possess? No, it's because we have the ability to access possibility. And that's really what makes things easier, quite frankly. I love it. Absolutely. 100%. So the things that you're saying, I mean, I've got me. I didn't know what I'm selling. I want to tell you, I really do. (laughs) I I don't know what you're selling, but I, but, I, but I smell what you're cooking and I love it. Um, 
you know, I, I look at life as being, I love the idea of life being easier. And, you know, as I get older, I look back and I realize that, you know, some of the things I did in, in business and in my personal life, uh, you know, with my family, the whole nine yards, it's like I could have made things so much easier for myself, so much easier for uh, them. But I was really kind of stuck in my ways. I was, you know, I didn't take that step back. I didn't, you know, take a look at the possibilities because I was like, I, it was my way or the highway. It was kind of the way I looked at things. Okay. And I would imagine in your coaching, you run across people like that. You're just like, man, alive, this guy just, I'm not breaking through to him. How can I get, you know, how can I help him so that he understands this concept that I'm trying to well, get across? The thing that I share with the, the folks that you are describing, which by the way is me too. <laughs> That's how I am too is to remind them of, of exactly what you just said, Neil, and that is that this is how I once was, but it's not a pathology. It's not a prison sentence. You can't uh, not escape from how you once were. And reminding people that they have capabilities, reminding people that change not only exists, but that is something that we can all embrace if we choose to, is to me very empowering. I had a client that came to me and he said, you know, Chris, I have a problem every time I am in a meeting and somebody asks me a question, a difficult question. They put me on the spot and I freeze up. Every time somebody puts me on the spot with a question, I don't know what to do. So you know what I did? Ask him a question. I put him on the spot. <laughs> I said, I said, hey, look, I said, have you ever had a moment where something came up so quickly that you just, that you had to react? You didn't have a choice. Can you, is there any time in your life? Where that and, and without hesitation, he goes, yeah, I'll never forget the time I was snowboarding in Colorado. And I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, I was snowboarding in Colorado. Yeah. And these two kids come out on the run and they're like, I don't know, 10 or 11 years old. And they're playing and they're right in front of me. And I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, that's what I said. I was freaking out. And I was I, and I hit this mogul and I'm like, I'm going to smash into these kids. So he leans into the mogul, shifts his weight and, and does some snowboard fantastic moves, catches this kid midair. Rolls, wraps him up like yeah. like a like a burrito, and they land in the snow, and he saves the you know he basically saved the kid's life and, and avoided. And I'm like, I, I hear this story; it's extraordinary. I'm like, are you? I mean, are you like Captain America on the ski slopes? Are you the schlub in the office that can't respond when the boss asks a question? The answer is he's both. Right. And what we came to discover was that he realized that the way he was showing up in the office, and by the way, he was he was like four, six weeks in the job, four to six weeks. I mean, he was new. Can you imagine? Of course, people are going to ask you questions. You're going to be nervous. You, you know, do I really have the response that they're looking for? It's only natural to be that way. So when what he was describing as a problem, I saw as being perfectly natural, which wasn't an excuse, mm -hmm. but it was a description that made things easier. Because anyone in his position, anyone would feel nervous, unsure, and maybe a little hesitant to share. Boom. Easier. Right. And also, it's not a pathology. A pathology means a pattern of behavior that you can't break free from. Because when the moment called for it, he was absolutely able to, you know, and fortunately that he was because he probably saved that kid's life or certainly saved that kid from a lot of injury if he'd have smashed into him on the slopes. So... 
Right. Sometimes giving yourself a little grace and a little space and a little reminder of what you're capable of can be very helpful because I tell you what, if a, if a client sits down with me and says, that's just the way I am, there's one thing that I know, and that is that that's a misunderstanding because the mm -hmm. way that I am and the way that you are and the way that we are as human beings, it's the way that we're wired. It's like opposable thumbs. We all have them. We have the ability to adapt. We have the ability to show up differently. If we didn't, coaching would never work. Therapy would never work. No one would ever get released from prison. People who've been divorced would never remarry. It, it just wouldn't work out. And yet we see the triumph of hope over experience every day. Why is that? Because because we have capabilities and capacities that we, that we lose sight of. Why? Because we get lost in our thinking. We get lost in thought and we, right. and we forget ourselves. And, and sometimes the, and in fact, when my coach, I, I, I was working with my coach, she, she would remind me who I am, not in a way where she was, she was not trying to, to be flattering. She's trying to be useful. She was trying to be of service and that, and from a place of reminding us who we are, we remember the possibilities that we often forget. We remember the resourcefulness that evades us. And we remember that that's just the way that I am. It is a misunderstanding. And it's true for companies too, because the most dangerous words in business mm -hmm. are that's the way we've always done things. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wonderful. I mean, I, this has been a wonderful interview. I really appreciate uh, everything you said, and I'm going to take it to heart. In fact, I'm going to go out and buy your book tonight. When I want to get on, you Am sure can. can I get yeah, it on I mean, the, the books. The I mean, like, I, and I have, I happen to have them here. You got leadership language, which is the book about communication skills that can really make a difference mm -hmm. when it comes to communicating in in the workplace, but also in your relationships. It's all about sharing your story and sharing, as you said, Neil, that that conversation that matters. Leadership language shows you how to do it, and then easier. The one that I just wrote is a conversation, and this is 60 ways to make your work life work for you inside of a conversation, a coaching conversation, a conversation between a client and a coach that reveals in the course of their dialogue together uh, how these two men overcome some very, very difficult circumstances, and they discover a way to make things easier. That's what the books are about. Fantastic. Well, listen, that's all the time we have for today. I hate that because I've really enjoyed this conversation. In fact, the one thing I do have to miss, so this is the last thing I have to ask you about, and, and it has nothing to do with anything that we've talked about so far today. But I, 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 when I was introducing you, I left one thing out. You are the U.S. National Elevator Pitch Champion. I had no idea that there was a even a competition. And I think that is absolutely Thank the coolest you, my thing friend. ever. Yes, a lot of people don't. And uh, when I received that recognition, it, it helped to launch my career of working with entrepreneurs and helping people to land on television shows like Shark Tank, Shark Tank Australia, and Dragon's Den and Canada. So done a lot of work helping people wow. to pitch their business ideas since that recognition. Yes, sir. Very cool. Awesome. That is fantastic. So if our guests want to get in contact with you, the Chris, how, how would they do my that? Website, and that's Westfall online.com. And if people are interested to learn more or they're curious about anything that I've said here, there's a 
contact button on my website. And you can just hit that and you can see my calendar. You can send me an email. You can even set up a time to talk if you'd like to. So that's the easiest way to find out about me. You can also find my writing on Forbes.com and my YouTube channel is youtube.com forward slash Westfall online. Man, that is a lot to remember, but we will have it on our, on our show. You'll be able to be able to find that. So that's wonderful. Again, Chris, thank you so much for being with us today. I do appreciate your time and, and, and all the energy you brought to the show. This has been one of the best shows that we've had so far. We Thanks, love to have Neil. You Sounds great. And thank you so much for a terrific interview. Great to see you. All right. No, thank you very much. That's our show for today. Thanks for being with us. Uh, this is the Business Breakthroughs, and, and it's produced by our good friend, Ryan Shear. I want to thank Wendy and our, our sponsor, Titan Digital. Until next time, adios.